fella you've been dancing with all over the neighborhood. So why didn't you ask me, baby? Or didn't you think I could? Oh, you know what that music means, boys and girls. Oh, it's time for another episode of the very unofficial War Robots podcast with your host, Dr. Evil, Mr. Higgles, and Droopy Sack. And I won't stand in your way of the next episode. It's all three of us on the same call together, and it's just fantastic. Uh, It is about an hour long, so if you need to split it up to listen to it, uh, we just want you to enjoy yourself and get as much entertainment as possible from a bunch of friends who like to play the same game as you. So I stand in your way no longer. Here are my boys. Okay. You, all right. Are you recording the video too, right? No. Okay. It's just audio. Just audio. And you're lying. And you're lying to me. No, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, we've got that. We can talk about Ella. Um, but I also saw this morning, it's a video from July. Did you see on the game that they've featured a new video? No. No. And Jason, did you see that? No. Well, they uh, they have like two videos up right now, I think. Well, the newest one just popped up in that email box, that little mailbox says it's new. But it's from July 20th. And it's just, it's obviously on the test server because it has the new UI uh, and the new HUD. Okay. But uh, they just stuck like a fury with three of every hardcore weapon in front of like a Lancelot and took how many shots it would take to kill each one, you know, just standing in front of it and shooting away. Uh, like the, and it's the update was outlining the fact that we're going to get more damage to shielded bots with kinetic weapons. So, you know, it was saying that here, here's all these weapons. It takes like 20 times with a Zeus to break through the shield of a Lancelot and then kill it. And then with a Trident, it takes so many times. And then it went into like a Kang Day and the Tempests and the, the Punishers. And it started to show you that with this buff that they're thinking of doing with kinetic weapons and making them harsher against these physical shields, you're going to be able to blow right through them pretty fast. Uh, much faster than these other weapons. You know, it's it's the buff they've been, I don't know how to say threatening, but what they've been talking about that didn't come last time. What are they talking about for the distance? The distance from the buff? No, distance, uh, distance doesn't matter. It's just kinetic weapons now are you know, a certain percentage more effective. The last test server was 200%, I think. So bullets basically are 200% more effective against the physical shield of a bot. When I, when I did the, um, there's a video and I, and I'm, I'm literally looking at it on my desktop. I just haven't posted an edited version of it yet. 
And it was uh, when I was referring to the different Tempest setups, which was the Leo with the Mollet, the Golem with the Mollet, the Mollet MK2. And the yes, Fury, he did just say Golem. He did the, just say Golem. Yeah, I know, the Golem. And I had each bot at different 100-meter increments. So 800, 7, 6, 5, and 4. And I was showing how long it took for those rounds and how many salvos it took right. to go through beyond and just kill the a griffin. You right. Know, just beyond just paper. You wanted to show just it. paper. I wanted to actually see it for myself. Yeah. Um, and I had two, and, and I wish I would have recorded both versions of the video, which was the, the firing version, the first person f- version you're shooting at the Griffin and then the Griffin's perspective of the rounds coming towards it. Oh, and sure. what I saw was, was what I knew was going to happen anyway, which was the, the grouping was spread so far the further the target was from where the rounds were coming from so the closer the bot is that you're shooting at the more rounds are hitting that particular target and if the bot's real fat too and (laughs) if the bot's really fat like a griffin just standing there just you know in in a in in the best case scenario the griffin is moving forward not side to side but normally they're either moving side to side diagonally getting cover, coming out of cover, jumping. So the bot is jumping, never moving. Jumping. That's the biggie. That's the biggie. Yeah. And jumping. so so it's like all of those rounds that are hitting that that shield, it's not going to be the the way that those rounds, like how many salvos would be taken, how, how many salvos would be ejected or how many rounds would be ejected, how many salvos would be dumped on a shield would depend on how close that particular bot was and how many yeah. rounds were hitting that. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, this is this is just absolutely, you know, curiosity. Did you test like the the spread between the Punisher, the Molot, and the Tempest? Is there a different spread ratio? Or wow, that would that would be same? so hard to measure, but that's a good question. If you if you actually looked at I, I wish that that we had a video, like if had capability of doing video and a um like a like a whiteboard, like a dry erase board to show the groupings of them. Yeah. And it was almost as if like if you take the amount of rounds, so what a, a mullet MK2 and a mullet and a mullet is what 100 rounds. Right? And then the the Tempest is 70 rounds and the Punisher yeah. is what 800 rounds. Something huge. Something massive like that. Um if we were to look at the the percentage of accuracy for each of them and how many rounds that was a difference of. Like if, uh, now we're talking we're talking about Ella again when you get right down to it, man. I mean, yeah. not just the matchmaker, but Ella behind everything. And how many rounds literally would Yeah, lit- yeah, yeah. If it, if she already knows, like if somebody's in a tempest and they're firing at you from the full 800 meters away, she already knows what the spread pattern is going to be. Exactly. It's, it's 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 in her algorithm. Exactly. So depend, you know, Every so many hundred meters is the further you get closer to people that that spread pattern is going to obviously cone, you know, down, but it's, it's already, it's got to be already set into her brain that if you're shooting your Tempest from 800 meters away, the spread pattern is thus big. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 
And, and that's got to be for every weapon. Yeah, and I, well, yeah. Kinetic, every kinetic yeah, weapon. Yeah, every weapon that, that that spread pattern is applicable to. Do you, can you imagine, now we're looking at the different, we were talking about different modes of gameplay. Now you have Beacon Rush and you have All Out Warf, you know, whatever it is, like survival, the death match or whatever. Imagine if they made it to where you had to take an account distance and trajectory that of those rounds. Awesome. Bro, like you would have, <laughs> like, you know, like the heavier the rounds, the more you would have to aim up because you know that the, 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 that's the arc, several steps, yeah, several steps. Oh beyond. my God. Yeah. I think that's the kind of game that Lloyd Lamar was talking about when he wanted something different than it's what like, you want yeah, battle Titans to be, like, you know, yeah. Not like it's something that you have to account more for. There's a lot more skill involved when you're having to take into account, you know, varying distances and weight of what you're shooting and you the know how trigonometry. You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be you know, like with each map you drop into, could there be a wind that says at the top, like, you know, twenty mile an hour winds on this map? Oh this, my god. Well, that's you know, we talked about that last night. Um uh about that, that very that very thing, you know, and we, we talked about whether or not you're going to be able to start dragging your thumb up and down beside side to side uh, and whether they're ever going to consider that. Uh, I don't accelerated, think well, she's the way the game is set up. You wonder, can you just turn that on? That's what you would I, think. I, I, no. yeah. I, don't, I don't know, man. Like that, that's, that feature seems like it, it'd be a little bit too more, too advanced for a phone. Dude, I saw the weather pattern because weather weather in a game is very difficult. All right. So I saw on that test server several months back. And I, I'm sure some of you caught that video that they did with all of our YouTuber buddies on the test server where they Pixonic <laughs> invited him. And you saw a Natasha running at what? 100 kilometers per hour. And they made your fury able to jump. If you can do that. <laughs> then making my thumb go up and down besides just side to side cannot be far off. You know, Although it, I, I, there is a problem when you start talking about trajectory, my friend, but uh, boy, we're talking about adding a whole quote unquote dimension to the game. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to is that new dimension. How would they program that? They write that al- algorithm to, to make that applicable to what it is now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, we should probably put our money where our mouth is. And like, I'm sure the writers are like, you know, that's real great. You guys, but why don't you sit down and write that program? Yeah. <laughs> uh, never mind. There's no such thing as copy and pasting on that one. No. Yeah. And I think they're, I think they're too focused yeah. on trying to deal with what, what the problems are now than, than to create that. Okay. I, I need to know what are the the issues like what? What are the problems that people are talking about? Okay, all right, all right. Uh, that's easy, uh, and I'll I'll give you short answers because if all I got to do is spout out a couple of key phrases, <laughs> a couple of key phrases, <laughs> and you're gonna know what I'm talking about. Squatting, what we talked last night. Squatting, and the competition that that you get sucked into, and then having to go solo for several hours to make up for the fact. Of the squatting problems. Okay, so you, you you mean the um the amount of trophies that you lose if you lose yeah. the match. Yeah. yeah, well the problem with squatting 
it seems to be a problem because you're getting sucked into super awesome competition. Uh, and it seems that squatting is the key. Yeah. To, to everybody. That's what everybody feels like. That that uh, seems like if if you're talking about globally, that that would that would um that would presuppose that everyone knew what everyone was doing via com- communication or Oh, it's Ella. You know what I'm saying? You know, as soon as, soon as Ella sees that you're squatting, you start oh, playing I see what against you're saying. people okay. that are, you know, you, you start playing against squatted dudes and you run solo, yeah. you don't see it as much. I mean, they're, they're filling in the blanks and so forth as far as needing competition to get a game going. Uh, but yeah, squatting, there's a problem. Um, players feel as if uh, Stu Pendus will tell you once a week that he feels as if the long range meta long range weapons are too powerful. That's the, that's, he says that often long range weapons are too powerful. Uh, not everybody is going to agree with these things. Uh, what else do you think? Um, Oh, uh, the Lancelot is still, or the Ansel is still too powerful. Um, yeah, the Ansel is still too, that's a problem. Here's one that as soon as I say it, you're going to roll your eyes and, and you're going to go and everybody that listening is going to react the same way. The lag, the lag in the game, you know, you say, man, the lag and everybody's like, oh man, the lag right when I'm about ready to smack predator in the forehead. (laughs) You have a thing for predator. (laughs) (laughs) You can't let it go. I am going to, I am going to milk that as much as possible after he puts that video against my iron buddies. Uh, predator, you're great. I know we've never met, sir, but, uh, yeah, we're after you. We're after you. Uh, and you know, why not? He's one of the best, but, uh, yeah, (laughs) that's a, it's, it's an issue. But is it, is it the lag on the user side on when it comes to, the the graphical the graphics demand on the processors or i don't know that's what we were talking about you you instantly jason you you probably you know this a lot more than we do because you're on the android side is that server related is it device related you know i would almost say it's server because on the android servers you have so much so many more players um but, but what about the lag? What's the lag like on Android? Because I'll tell you, right when I'm about ready to hand it to Predator, he all of a sudden ghosts to, you know, 40 meters away. I'm not <laughs> really experienced. <laughs> and I know he has a special ghost button that he uses. That it's the easy I button. Just I just don't experience that much lag on my iPhone. But can you hold on? One yeah, no problem. No For problem. Sure. Sure. Uh, well, cheat. You know, uh, it, the lag. It, it seems more prevalent, and I'm not going to say it was this update or that update. That's a little tough for me to pinpoint, but it's enough so that everybody is experiencing it at some point, and it's so disruptive. Yeah. I and you just want to say, hey, man, what's the problem? Yeah, a we're little look- lag is working, but a lot of lag has been yeah. what people are experiencing. So you imagine from from our perspective, we want more quality control. We want the the we want the fixes before the new shiny 
newness, the new shiny objects, the what, what's that? What, what's that? Uh, it, it's a, like a well, complex. Before we move on, I mean, they may think that of some of these bots and so forth as fixing it. But before we move on, let's make sure that, the, that everything we have so far is balanced. That's what I'm saying. It's like people now, now look at from from a company's perspective, like from Pixonic's um, perspective, my customer is demanding that we add maps. Yeah, and we add weapons and we add bots and we add this and we add that function and blah, blah, blah. But we're still trying from the company's perspective, give you an experience to where you walk away from it saying this was actually seamless. It was um, glitchless. It was lagless. It was um, there was no problems. Yes, you would like something new because you got bored with the old stuff. But we want you to walk away from from this experience, that last four games that you just played saying Nothing actually went wrong. Yeah, I got my ass handed to me. Yes, the matches were just, they were so tough. They were just maybe unbalanced or this and that. But I got to say, my iPad didn't crash. My iPhone didn't crash. I didn't have any lag. Um, there was no ghosting. There was no, um, uh, you know what I'm saying? So there was no none yeah. of that stuff. So then, but but there's so many people that are constantly from from the customer's perspective saying, we want something that's new because Amer- like I was telling um, Anna from Pixonic, one of the problems is that is that Americans are so their their attention is so short and they get bored so easily. Think about what Netflix does with uh, with seasons. They don't. We're a quick we're a quickie mart nation. We want man. something now. Yeah, we want it all now, and we want a store nation. Yes, and we want the whole season out now, so that we have the d- decision to just binge watch all weekend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We can't do that with something like this because there's just too much involved. So all of these fixes are just trickled out. But at the same time, the squeaky wheels that get on Facebook and and Twitter, actually, it's more Facebook, are all like, you know. F Pixonic, Pixonic sucks, Pixonic does this and Pixonic does that and Pixonic is just, they're just out for the money. And it's like, wait a minute, it costs, like when, when it comes to a church, it costs money to put on a yeah. service. It costs money, you know what I'm saying? Like it, money it doesn't just money grow on trees. While you, while you sit there. Yes. And so like from the, from the perspective of the customer, we want new, 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 but we also demand the fixes to the old, 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 old. And Aren't we, you guys surprised that there have never been ads on this game? Oh my god, yes! Especially yeah, for mean, this quality of an of a yeah, of a game. Yeah, yeah. The graphics are good, unbelievable. Yeah, I've I mean, never when, seen anything when you're like talking it. About the, those frame rates of all those, you know, all those shells coming out. You know, uh, it's it's pretty hardcore. Dude, have you ever uh, slowed no, down footage? And just yeah. watched those round the shells I t- ejecting. I tried like to count them. I tried to count them, and I couldn't do it, man. Oh my and you god! Should go back, you should go back and watch some uh, old Adrian videos, and then hop into a game now and just oh, see like that, that like compared to what the yeah, yeah what it is now compared to what it was like. It's amazing. Yes, yes. You know that's a good idea, Droopy. Uh, do you think uh, stick this in the back of your uh, your mm-hmm. noggin? Can you get some footage, some old footage? to maybe some new footage just to see texture. I'm, I'm actually, Adrian is live streaming right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go to his channel and I'm just going to pull up one of his uh, older videos. And then sure. just to, 
just to uh okay so uploads uh, all one of the oh. ones i'm thinking of is when he did like the the original fujin videos of like the fujin chalumbus or something like that like back oh when my god Yamaka two years ago this video is two years ago and it's only 3900 views <laughs> and right like i just saw his thumbnail and it looked like some it was like a kid that drew it with uh those color pencils right <laughs> we like, would call like those even filters Sinesh, like even sinesh's page is beyond that oh my gosh Needed. And we, we got to talk about how awesome Sinesh is at some point. How awesome is that kid? That, that Oh, my God. This video is like so it looks like Minecraft. I know. So that's what I was saying. Minecraft. It's so like the graphic difference now versus then. Oh, is, my our gosh. phones, our telephones almost go supernova as it is. And people I, I let's see. Predator had a video that was showing, I think it was Predator Phoenix. I don't want to get that mixed up. I'm sorry about that if I did. But uh, one of them was showing Battle Titans and it said in the comments down below that it is 250% graphically superior. And I'm not sure where he got that, but, uh, you know, he's basically trying to say that the graphic intensity is 250% more cool. But man, my phone already wants to melt through my desk. (laughs) <laughs> you know you add another load onto that and uh, you know i'm gonna need to hook up a water-cooled external gpu my you know. my my cousin who works for apple just said go get a uh get one of those cooler packs and just hold it on the phone <laughs> uh, okay i admit i have gotten oh the ice God. pack out of the refrigerator and stuck it behind my phone before in between games, at least yeah. I can't hold it. I can't get it, my fingers to hold it, you know, on the back of the phone and play with it. Yeah. But he's right. And then again, it also outlines how wrong that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's at like the same Steve time, Jobs it's like back in the day when they had the antenna gate with the iPhone mm-hmm. and Steve Jobs, answer when he came out was, well, just don't hold it that way. <laughs> that's how you see everyone holding oh, their phone like I this never thought of it like that yeah. oh I shouldn't hold my what do you mean tell me not to hold it that way man I suck but it's just <laughs> like people don't like ask them like when they start bitching and complaining about the matchmaking all this stuff it's like dude you play a game that looks like it would be played on a PS4 um, an Xbox One on your freaking phone or on your tablet like it's not a computer it's a yes it's a personal com- like a like a um a sm- it's a smartphone but dude it is on a phone it's impressive it's a freaking phone or a tablet yeah. like yeah then no. people well there are problems and when you put some money into it it tends to rile you a bit but it's not as bad as everybody said, or not everybody says. It's not as bad as a lot of the rants go off on. Uh, definitely, definitely, it's it's a it's a great game, um, but you know you get some emotional attachment to it once money is involved. It's funny how that works, but uh, the the problems that are there aren't as bad as what a few people are saying. As far Mm -hmm. as say when they're threatening to not play anymore. And I'm not going to say who some of that is, but some of the biggest players have recently been more adamant about saying, 
uh, outright, I'm thinking about not playing anymore. That okay. is a problem. Yeah. You know, you have to think about, though, at the same time, like, we are, you know, relatively new compared to, like, sure. some of the YouTubers and some of the players. And, and they've so. been playing a long time, so man. Our, I our, put myself in position. Our mindset on the evolution of the game is is different. Their perspective is also different than ours because they've been playing so much longer. It's like from what it was before to what it is now, they might be a lot more years by things are going because they knew what it was way before we even did. Yeah. 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 It's dog years, you know, for every year you and I've been in it, they've been in seven, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's just, and, and I can see because there have been moments in my short career where I needed a, a little bit of a boost either through joining a clan or getting new bots or a new map or whatever. I'm sure these guys in, that have been champions for a long time, uh, they need a little something, something because you, you can only kill sh- stuff with your ants a lot so many times and enjoy it. That's like the the most boring bot I've ever been in, but oh my, yeah. It, yeah. Oh my gosh. It's the worst bot in the I, world. I may never be a champion because I don't run one. I'm not, I'm not, that's not set in stone, but I feel bad sometimes, and I, I tell some of my guys that I squat up with, you know, are you guys cool with this? That I am not running a Lancelot or Ancelot of any kind. Mm-hmm. You know, be cool with that because I don't enjoy playing it. And most everybody is, you know, our, all, uh, we all play with a lot of the same people in our group of 20, 30 guys that we know, maybe a little bit more. Uh, they are all really cool with it. But if you get into the championship level and you're with some of our friends, like, you know, uh, as we talked about Blithering, you get somebody who really cares about that win percentage. They're going to want you, if you agree to be on their team, they're going to want you to run the highest and the baddest ass hanger you have all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and with respect, they, they should if you want to do that. But, you know, I don't want to have to run that bot. Mm-hmm. And right now, I kind of feel like I might have to if I want to get to the level I'm, I'm aspiring to. Uh, that's not so awesome. That's why I think that a lot of the that they're called kinetic weapons, correct? The punishers, yeah, mullets, yeah. um, being buffed, that it's going to make it painful for those ancelot. I hope players so. because to go away, dude, but I definitely want to balance, 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 balance. Like my Punisher Griffin can take out a, a maxed out uh, ancel shield in between eight to twelve seconds. My favorite droopy oh moment God. ever ever was before all these buffs for the punishers my favorite droopy moment <laughs> is you in your stalker on oh the my moon God. map up inside the armpit of a lancelot yes you wasted you not just one clip but you danced around him for 10 more seconds until yeah. you got your level 10 pro. i remember you saying you're singing it these are level 10 and schmo yep. you know and that's all you're gonna get it's my level 10s are yep. they level 11 nope they're level 10 <laughs> not even maxed out baby and you took out that silly little ants a lot you're dancing around and pre-buff and it was only a level seven stalker yeah it, uh, a level seven dude it's not even fast Yes, it's just faster than the bot can turn. And, you know, that's... Every bot's faster than that bot can turn, like... Oh, uh, yeah, that that's a good point. <laughs> well, so, so 
Pixonic's answer to it has been, we got a new bot coming that we've made just with the idea of being able to balance this out and we're going to balance out some other weapons. You can say, well, these weapons really don't need it. Okay, a few of the weapons, you know, and I'm not even going to open up the gecko door here, but, you know, I don't mind them buffing a few of these things. The 200% on bullets for the physical shield sounds like a little bit much. I don't know what it'll translate into, but it sounds like a lot. But I believe they're still getting more balance. Now, some of these robots, uh, you just don't want them to be too strong. And you want to be able to get credit for the damage that you have done to a shield. Yes. Like, why? Oh, that's a good point. Already? Like, I remember they were saying, like, maybe like a few months ago, like, well, we're considering putting that in there. Like, why is that not already in there? Yeah. yeah the silver, the silver's half damage is to Ancelot shields. Yeah. And that silver is important because, as we were discussing in our previous podcast, that weekend warriors are very important to this game and they need to be able to upgrade their stuff on a steady basis to keep the game flowing. And they can't do that without playing a certain amount. And when you get up past level nine and you're a weekend warrior, you are not going to be able to upgrade any of your weapons to 10 for a month. Yeah. Yeah. And unless you pull an all nighter. Yeah. And that's that all nighter is just for one weapon. Yeah. Yeah. It's harsh. It's harsh. Now we don't want to take we don't want to take away from any of the achievements of the past players that have been there for years because I know a lot of the champions and people that have been this for years will say it. Well, man, I had to suffer through a long time to get where I'm at. Okay, but I'm asking you to bite bite the bullet a little bit because if you want the game to continue and you want more more competition, better competition to continue. The game has got to be accessible to weekend warriors where they look at the game, they pick it up, they play it, and they say, okay, cool. And they don't say, man, I'm never going to get there. Okay, so what, what you just said while you were saying that I was I was calculating, what, what what's the, uh, the average amount of silver that it takes to get to a level 12 from a level 11. Uh, oh, tw- 26 million, 20, 26 million. 20, 20. Oh, I just put in 23 million. No, it, well, it was 19, 19.5 to take my level 11 Tron to 20. So it's like 26 or 25 for like a heavy weapon. I Fuck. believe it's 20. I believe it's 26 for a heavy weapon. Okay. Let me say 26 million divided by the average silver payout of a match that you've done pretty good. What's 175,000. Oh, I'd say your average match on a loss is probably 200. Okay. Let's say just 200,000. Yeah. It's, it's a little easier that way, but you know, so that's 130 matches. Are we talking premium or not? Not premium. Not premium. Let's say just 200,000. That is a, that is someone who is grinding every single match. The intensity is 11 of a 10. That person has an adrenal adrenal fatigue, like their their adrenaline response is like, like they, every match is a fight or flight response. Like they're actually physiologically going into like a stress induced panic attack. <laughs> and, it, and, and it's got to be once you even get that upgrade, it's got to feel a little like Sisyphus. Yeah, you know Sisyphus is he's rolling that he's rolling that that boulder up the hill. And then it rolls back down. He's yeah. got to do it again. You exactly. Know, it just, it's over and over. 
Yeah. So let's say that's divided so by issues. seven days. That's 18 games per day. Yeah, for a, for week. a weekend warrior. For a week. That's seven that's days. That's it, That's just a, over 30 days. You have to play every day 4.3 games. That's... That's a that's lot. A commit, that's a commitment. And for one weapon. That's a, that, that's a divorce is what it is. <laughs> you know? That's what that is. That's just an outline for a divorce. Oh, my God. Like, the, these numbers are just made. It's like a sobering reality. Like, I'm, I'm looking at these numbers like, oh, my God, I didn't realize that. Like, I'm yeah. I, 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 I don't think that I'll ever I, I don't I'm not I don't have the patience to do that. Because I have way too many weapons and way too many bots that I frequently frequently use, and the the bots are between seven and and nine. That's just my right. bots. My yeah. weapons. The highest is a uh, is one Tehran. That's a level eleven. Everything else is eight, nine, or ten. And it's that jump after level nine to ten. That's so difficult to start paying for. Yeah. You know, uh, that's when you start going from 5 million to 10 mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, if you want to take, if you want to take your, your Griffin and make it all level 10, that jump from just nine to 10 will take you almost two weeks and it'll take you a 10, 20, 38, approximately 40 to 45 million silver to do that. So, but if they, if they made it to where it was achievable for most people on a regular basis to upgrade, what would be next? You would have more, more champion level, more level players that mm-hmm. are just like, you know, I've upgraded everything. Uh, there's nothing to upgrade. There's no new bots. Oh, no, there's no new weapons. They're going well, to keep bringing stuff out. Uh, that's of course, but it's, but it's a trickle. Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, it's like sure. it takes way too long for for us to move up because it's not about skill. It's about how long you can actually hang. I feel as if the game needs a reissue. Wait, I you believe in that you were saying yeah. that yesterday. Yeah, I believe the game could benefit from a version 2.0, uh, you know, um, pr- promises of like not just a new map, but like three. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I know that's a, a tall order. It's not easy to do. There's testing, but I think that they should have a re reissue so that it can be listed on iTunes again and on the, uh, the Android store as a new game, not just an update, but a new game. And if you had the old game, you can carry all your bots to the new game. Maybe there's better graphics, um, whatever, but, uh, you could call it War Robots 2.0. Uh, your your hangers and everything carry over, but we're improving this, this, and this with all the new game modes. You get a couple of new bots, a couple of new things, but whatever it is so that they can be listed as a new game on iTunes, even though it's older, it needs that kind of exposure. Yeah. Well, I think I, I've always thought it was interesting that it didn't have more exposure than it already did because I know. it is. Like, it's such an amazing game. Why is it not like number one on the app store? You know, Clash of Clans. <laughs> that's that's well, that's the big money maker, kids. Uh, as far as top grossing and so forth, uh, I don't there, understand there's why. I don't. I don't like. I don't like it. I don't. I don't like Clash of Clans. Well, there's no bots to kill, dude. <laughs> 
That's very true. I, uh, yeah. I, I just I, don't. I just don't get it. I don't like it. Uh, well, well, what about Battle Titans? Uh, that's going to be real neat to see. Now it's only in the alpha stage, so we're not going to see that game for six to twelve months. Maybe you know? longer because they're not. Yeah. From what I understood, there really wasn't a whole lot of people making it. I don't think it's a huge threat to this game yet. I don't either. At all. I don't, I don't think it's a huge threat, period. Um, you know, if it's released. Sure. I think that makes it, sense. You know, I think it could be a cool game, but, uh, you know, well, I just don't. In the War Robots, War Robots universe, we'll play it. It's it'll, it'll be kind of a tug and pull to see in the long run, I guess, which one is adapted more, but. People have too much involved in this game already. I mean, they're going to have to really get smacked in the face with a lot of stuff they hate for them to really quit playing or just well, get bored, bored, bored. You know, but we, ha- we have that. We have players that are bored, bored, bored. Uh, but the bad part is, is that it's some of our best players and the most popular players in a culture that we have of our little WR universe. We like having our heroes. I mean, I like watching Predator beat ass, even if it is on my brothers. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, because we put ourselves in that place. And when we're watching, we're like, oh, dude, do this, do this. I do this. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And you feel like you're part of it. And you feel like you're channeling these guys. Uh, and it's great. Um, and there's a lot of great things about the game. We don't want to just rail on this game as being bad, but there are problems. There are people that are a little bored. You're never going to please everybody. Um, they're working on the issues, whether or not they see all the issues we see. Mm, the big ones are the obvious ones though. Balance, the lag, um, and the personality of Ella and whether or not she's being fair or whether or not she's growing at all. Yeah. Yeah. Has she yeah. grown since day one or has she stayed? Uh, well, we talked about that last night too. I really would love to know. If they have invested in any AI software for her algorithms, you know, is she learning? I mean, did Ella, was Ella told to begin with, hey, if you're squatting, you're going to see other squads and they're going to be serious. Or did she learn that? Yeah. I mean, to me, it's like if, if Ella can't learn, there's no point to Ella. If it can't learn from what's being done wrong and try and fix itself, like, oh, these people shouldn't be paired together. I should, you know, put these players in instead. Like, if Ella can't learn, they should do something else. But what, what if, what if, what if the uh, the problem is more so that there's so many players frustrated with the the lack of variety and the lack of um, match balance that they modify their their hangers or their 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 play style to purposefully tank the match whereas you know like because i was just thinking um like right before we started this call i played uh two matches i had just messing around i had to get my uh, yeah we saw that you were cleaning the house right i no, i had to get i had to get the (laughs) no it was it was actually before that um i had to i don't know my my uh my 30 gold was capture five beacons with a light robot. And so I put in four stalker or three stalkers, a Gareth or whatever. And then I'm, I'm messing around and, and I literally got, I got my beacons, but I got negative 
negative 22 <laughs> trophies. I was last in damage, but I had like seven or eight beacons. And I was like, damn, I, I actually didn't engage the, the enemy that, that much. I got like maybe 150,000 damage. But my normal is around, I'd say between 600 to 800,000 per game. Yeah, you're sitting at about 580, aren't you? Uh, it's, it's, it's probably like 480 now just because of the, the, the light bot challenge, whatever. Um, but imagine if I was on a regular basis getting that, that high damage output, then I'm like, well, damn, I lost all these trophies, 22 trophies. Yeah. I was doing really good. I was, I was aggressing the beacons, but let me see. I'm at master two now. But maybe I can get down to expert if I continue doing the same thing, but not aggress the beacons. I'll just run around the map and just kind of tap the fire button. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not really doing any type of contributing for my team, but I'm showing up to where it's not counting against me to put me in the lever league. Lever are there too, are there too many measurements? Are there too many currencies? Are there too many ways that we measure our performance in this game? So affect if- our setting you know affect uh, how you upgrade and uh you know if you have enough money and if you you got your trophies to move up in standing and you can get knocked down but yet you've got to stick in these bots if you want to get the gold because you have these other tasks that you can perform i mean are there too many ways that we're measuring our performance in this game it's what we're measuring our performance. We're the lay person. We're the person that doesn't look at it from all the possible variables that contribute to measuring the the performance. So we have the behavioral, then we have the environmental. The actual. Well, I'm talking. I'm talking about in the game. I mean, like we're, we're talking measure, about the algorithm, right? Well, yeah, mostly. Yeah, I'm talking about Ella mostly. She watches our. She watches our trophies. Everything. And she watches our. Uh, you know, whether we win or lose, that affects how much silver you get, you know, and then we've got, oh, by the way, Ella gave me a task to get uh, so many beacons with a light robot. So I, the only way I'm going to do that is if I stick in a bunch of light robots to get it done. Um, you know, with all these variables that she's giving us uh, the boundaries of which to play within, mm-hmm. are there too many of these variables and do they contradict each other? I guess, Damn. you know, if you're going to go out with those yeah. light robots that contradicts the idea of, well, I got to get that task done. So, but you know, if I'm squatting up with my buddies, I'm not going to squat up with my buddies with five light robots. So you got to compartmentalize your playing maybe more than a lot of people really want to. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's like, you know, like say like the game that you just had, you got hardly any damage, but you did, seven or eight beacons well you know I, I obviously i can't see who else was playing on your team but i mean to me you were the biggest team player you sacrificed your damage for beacons in my opinion you shouldn't have lost any trophies at all yeah it's well because it's very difficult it's very difficult to quantize um certain aspects of the play like when you don't even fire your weapon more than three seconds because you were in a rog on Yamantu and you went behind the base and made them chase after you. 
and you got no beacons and you got a hundred thousand damage the whole game, but you spent the game tying three bots up and you might not have even still won, but that was pretty valuable and you didn't even shoot anything. Uh, that's hard to, to put you know, quantify that to where Ella can then say, I got to give you credit for that, man. You tied up a bunch of bots and so forth. <laughs> oh my God. There's so much to consider with that. There is, there, there really is. Cause they could take into consideration. Well, how much damage are they actually taking? Like, is, could that be a factor in? Yeah. Are they running? Playing. Are they running towards? Are they running away from? Are they yeah. are they helping the guys to their left or right fire at the same bots? How yeah, often how much, are they firing at the bots? How often do they staying on the same target? Are they waiting for that target to die before engaging the next target? Are they? Do you grouping? get points for strategy? Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, is that, do you get? And then we're talking about well, are we going to start handicapping? You know, I mean. You're right. That that opens up a can of worms you could catch a shark with. I mean, I don't know. I don't think they'd even have to if they just allowed players to be able to to go down to lower leagues if they wanted to. Yeah. I got Viva, Viva right now. Viva's wanting – he's like, where's your second podcast? I can't see it. I better tell him we pulled it. <laughs> I just, like, I'm trying to find it and I can't see it. <laughs> I just don't understand why they would – why they would do that because we have players in our clan like cotton pasta who hasn't really played but i mean he's a much much lower league player than we are yeah you know because we're the only two people in our clan that's in master league two or in master league period and we can't like playing with him is detrimental to his growth at this point so you're talking about being penalized for squatting again yeah, well, Same, like, not, you know, it's, it's, it's like harsh. You know, man, it's harsh. We should be able, as experienced players, to be able to drop down to these lower leagues to help the players understand to be able to play better. Like, make a game mode where everything is level three, and every every all bots, all weapons you bring in, you can bring in whatever you want. But everything's level three, and everybody can play together. Something low level. I don't, I don't know. But it's like when you limit the ability to play with who you want, when you want people are going to get mad. They're going to take advantage of the system and things are not going to work out very well. You're always going to have loopholes, aren't you? Yep. Cause they've cut off what people were doing and now they feel wronged. Uh, it's, I know there are some people that w- waffle a little bit on that. They, you get to a point where you're like, man, I just, I want to keep progressing and you give into the loophole, you know, you, you, you wave etiquette goodbye a little bit. And that's really what you're doing here, kids. If you're a loopholer and you're a tanker, yeah. we understand your plight, but we can't condone your actions. Yep. Exactly. Cannot do it. You guys got to stop. All right. You got to stop. It's ruining the game. It really is. It's ruining what matchmaking could be. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> uh, it really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 that's a big deal, and that's a whole show. Oh, that definitely it's is. Not even a show of piling on tankers. We could easily understand and put ourselves in your position, but I, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to tank it out. I can't do it. And if you're doing it, I don't care if you're trying to find a way to get more gold. 
I, yeah, I don't give two spits why you're doing it, to tell you the truth. As far as I can tell, unless you have some angle that I have yet to hear, I'm really not even interested in listening because you are making the game a pile of crap. Yep. If you're doing this, uh, I'd get more harsh, but you know what? I kind of want guys like Shanesh to be able to hear this. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to reserve some of my harsher statements. (laughs) Your tank. If you want to go on Facebook and you want to rail on Dr. Evil, Bring it, because this cripple cracker is ready to hear your <laughs> complaints. I warn you, they're going to go in one ear and out the other, and I'd, I'm not really going to give two spits about what you tell me. If you feel better by doing it, sure. But if you're tanking, get out of the game. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree. Go play Candy Crush. Do anything else that you need to do, but get out of this game. Yeah, I was... Uh, I w- one day I was I was driving just to just thinking about this whole like tanking issue and from Pixonic's perspective and how you know their um, their servers don't see issues with the trends of players tanking and stuff. Um, I do not. It, it, it was it was at the beginning. Looking? It was at the beginning of where the matchmaking. Like we we noticed that players were purposely leaving matches and tanking or whatnot, but on their side you know, the data had to catch up, uh, to see trends. And when I was, when I was listening to this or, um, thinking about this, I was, uh, going through my neighborhood and this back road, uh, back, back way to get to where I needed to go, but I had to go through a residential and not the main road. So there was, uh, I think five speed bumps and those speed bumps were one of those big speed bumps that you, you had to slowly go over, creep over and then go. Well, my wife was like thinking, you know, damn, you know, what, what, what would happen to fire trucks and ambulances if they, if they have to get a call over here, because there's a lot of kids, maybe, you know, God forbid one of them got hit by a car and I've never thought about that before. That's a great point. You know, they <laughs> really, is. those, those, those trucks had to go through these, these, the speed bump area. Like obviously they had speeding issues. There's a lot of kids. This is a back way to get to where we would have to take these main roads, which would have taken a lot longer. Yes. Speed bumps are definitely important, but at the same time, you know, what if this, you know, ambulances and fire trucks, whatever. But I was thinking about this, like I'm going over one of the speed bumps, but I see this big open area of grass that lines the side of the road. And I'm thinking, damn, I'm going to actually drive over the curb because it's, it's like the gutter. It's not like an actual curb curb. I'm going to drive over the, the gutter drive through the grass, avoid the speed bump and see how, how easy it is on my car, on my, my shock, my shock, my shocks. And it was the smoothest transition to go from the road across the gutter into the grass, around the grass, around the speed bump, and then back through the gutter, back onto the road to avoid the speed bump. I was like, damn, I can do this every single time and avoid two of the five speed bumps. And and never have to slow down my speed. Now, what if in the city they were trying to experiment? Well, how what's the average speed? How many cars go across the speed bumps? Um, and they put on those like little sensors. Those little um, they're like a wire that's attached to two different sensors, and it tests the amount of traffic that goes over the sensors and how what their speed was. Now, what if the traffic was measured and it was decreased in number and the speed decreased? 
of the average uh, car that passed over it. And they saw a significant decline. And from their perspective, they say the speed bumps are working. But they never knew that most of the drivers were going over the curb into the grass and avoiding the speed bumps. So Pixonic they created is shortcuts. blind to a lot of the things that we're talking about. They're not blind to it. They they have the numbers don't lie. Mm-hmm. They of course a lot I'm sure that a lot of the, the people that work for Pixonic play, but they play in their own in their own leagues. And a lot mm-hmm. of them are are Android players. But Adrian made a good point. They said the only time that they're going to start seeing that these tanking or the the matchmaking issues or whatever, that there's going to be any issues is in the numbers. So when he said that the amount of Ancelots or Lancelots that are in Champion League play, it's a staggering number per per match, per hanger. That's the that's the favor bot. And they're going to see it on their end being like there's a there's a massive influx of this particular bot being used in Champion League play. So then they go into the numbers and they see that, oh, wow, you know, there's an average of of 11 Ancelots per match per round. And they're like, oh, you know, Ancelots are definitely an epidemic right now in Champion League play. So what we need to do is we need to make a shift like how, how he described it was perfect, but you're not going to see that there's a, a deviation of the norm until you go and revisit the numbers to see if there's any type of environmental change. Well, you need enough to be able to, to show common denominators. Correct. Correct. And so, it's, it's, so we can complain about it all day long, but if it's not showing up in, in the numbers and the statistics and the analytics, then on their end, they're going to be like, there's no problem. We don't we don't see any change in behavior. We don't see any change in in outcomes. Well, that's, the, that's the disconnect between an actual human and Ella. Yeah, <laughs> and you know that's what it is. That's the dis. It's part of that disconnect. You know they're tr- they they are the brains behind Ella. Yeah, and uh, you know that's where the disconnect is. I mean, even though they are humans, that's why should- I want to. That's why I want to hear like the exact algorithm, like in explained in layman's terms, what oh, goes. My head will explode. I know How? what goes into matchmaking and all of the variables that that are in how we are ranked as players. Yeah. Every variable, even if it doesn't even make sense to us from that that perspective, just you know, I guess it would be like the transparency of like what goes in. But then again, that's one of those things that makes Pixonic have such a successful game is that there's no competition. So if they shared that, I'm sure that the competitors would be like, now we know exactly what we need to do to implement a matchmaking system for our game. You know what I'm right. saying? But but I got to leave that to you guys. Um, I got to roll because my wife's like, get off the phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely, too. guys. Uh, well, okay, we'll be in touch. Um, and uh, we'll see what this does for us because this is good stuff. Um, I, Droop, I need to get with you so that we can get uh, the podcast back up because I got people asking. Well, that's the show. We had that recorded earlier in the week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. And we had lots of fun making it. And we've gotten such a great response from all of our buddies. So much so that we snagged our first interview. I was very happy to have been getting to know someone lately. 
in our little WR universe, uh, and he is OG. He's an original gangster WR player. Um, he's very talented and knows this game inside and out. And we're not just talking about strategy. We're talking about just about every aspect of the game that you can imagine and beyond. He writes his own literature for the backstories for War Robots. And it's great stuff. If you're into reading that type of literature, we're definitely going to hook you up with that. But he is the leader of the Iron Clans, the creator of the Iron Clans. His name is Jesse Abbott, and we couldn't be happier to have him coming up Tuesday night where we're going to pick his brain. And he has things he would like to say, and he does not come out with, I guess you could say, overstated opinion very often and we're gonna let him go at it and tell us what he thinks uh and that's not just attacking war robots we're talking about the great things and the not so great things the good the bad the ugly and if you're a poker player the stupid and the dull so we'd like to leave you all with a little bit of peace and quiet and tranquility whether you're starting your day or ending it and mr higgles is a talented guitarist so he's written a little something for us and we're going to leave you with that. So until we get together next time, my friends. Oh, and by the way, we do have a supplemental of stuff. It's not going to be our most awesome work. We kind of giggle and laugh even more than usual and get off topic. But I am going to offer it up here real soon. Um, and I'll put it up for you guys to listen to. It's not going to be a main show. It's going to be kind of an extra, extra kind of deal. But, uh, you know, if you can't get enough... We're here to give it to you because we can't get enough either. We're like you. We're crazy in the head for this silly little game. And uh, we're having so much fun with all of our buddies out there. And just the guys that just come to mind, of course, my own clan members of Warboat and Bully Basher and Higgles and, and, and you know, my man D-Sack. And uh, then we get into our, our extended family. Uh, the Wrecking Crew, Wurlitzer, and Truck, and then uh, Minsky over there in Great Britain with his boys, um, uh, Nelios, and oh my gosh, I've got 400 names going through my head. But uh, you're all great, and my Iron Buddies that I haven't got a chance to play with yet, keep sending me those invites because I'm trying to get to know as many of you as possible. I love it. I hate that I have to hit that reject button at all. Uh, I think that's something that the communication part of the game that I hope picks on it gets more into and fixes is that when you're already squatted up, you know, that that doesn't say that you're available because I'm usually already squatted up and I get an invite and I'm like, oh man, I've been wanting to play with that person, but you know, I'm already into this. So before I get it going about something again, here are your moments of zen.